Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 290. Wow, we're really creeping up to 300 episodes, which is crazy. I can't believe that you know, it's almost 300 episodes. Anyway, so in today's episode, I thought I would share something that a lot of you requested when I talked about it on Instagram stories last week. And that is my weekly CEO ritual that I do every Monday. So every Monday I set aside, you know, sometimes it takes me like two hours to do. And that's cool because I block out my entire Monday. I pretty much always will never book a meeting or a call or anything on a Monday. Like Mondays are my CEO days. I use those days to plan, to work on my business. And only if there's like absolutely no other option, that's the only time I will book a meeting on a Monday. So, okay. So the first thing that I do in my weekly CEO ritual is I go back and I look at last week and I write out last week's wins. So how I do all of this, right, is in... I use ClickUp as my task management. It's similar to Asana. Some of you use Trello. I know some of you use other things like Monday. Um, I just use ClickUp because it's just what I'm familiar with and it works well in my business. And I have this recurring task where, that called Weekly CEO Ritual. It happens every Monday at 9am. And the first task on that list is last week's wins. So I will type the wins into the task. So now I have like a, a list of all of the wins from each week since I started doing this Weekly CEO Ritual, right? It just kind of... It, it just keeps building. And it's really cool because, you know, sometimes week by week, day by day, you don't really feel like you're making that much progress. But then when you go back and you look at your wins over the last six months, you're like, oh, wow, okay, I actually did achieve some stuff. So it's it's a really nice way to feel like you're making progress even when you feel a little bit stagnant or even when you know, you're not feeling so motivated. It's just a fun little way to start the weekly ritual. So then once I've looked at last week's wins, I jump into all of my goals. So ClickUp has the option to upload your goals. Um, it's like a little goal tracking section and you can link those goals to certain tasks. So for example, say that I had a goal to create an online course um, and I had within that goal, I had 10 different tasks. Each time I tick off a task, it'll show me I'm like 10% more closer to completing that goal, if that makes sense. So I jump into that goal section and I look at them and I think, okay, so what do I need to do this week to move forward on the, on these goals? So once I've, once I've got that, then I will list out my goals for this week that's coming up. And based on those goals, then my next step is to schedule in some tasks for the week. So, you know, say for example, my goal might be to 
schedule my podcast episodes for the next month. So what tasks do I need to do then to make sure that that goal happens? So then I add those tasks into my week. Now, ClickUp, and I think Asana has this as well, where you can um, you can view your week as like a calendar view and then block out tasks based on how long you think they'll take. I find this super effective because in the past, when I've just written down to-do lists, I way overcommit. I don't think about the fact that it's going to take me, you know, three hours to prep for six podcast episodes. I'll just write down, okay, to-do, prep six podcast episodes, record six podcast episodes, you know, and it actually like that, I wouldn't be able to do that in a day because it takes me so long. So, you know, like it's really good to be able to visualize how long it's going to take me to do each thing. Um, the next thing I do is I think, okay, where am I at with my content? What's scheduled up until when? So that's, you know, it's not just podcast, that's Instagram content. That's my emails that I'm sending to my list. And if I, you know, if I know, okay, I need to schedule in some time to write and, you know, write and schedule some emails to send to my list, I'll block that out in my week. So then once I've done that, I try and fit around, I try and fit all my other tasks around that. Um, so, you know, like the less important tasks then don't really take priority over the important ones. So like for me, the important stuff in my business is content, creating products, client work. I haven't been doing client work for the last couple of months just because I've been focusing on my business rather than delivering client work. And because, yeah, like I find client work, I have to be in a totally different frame of mind and I just haven't been in that frame of mind lately. But if I'm doing client work, then I might block out like a couple of days to do that and just schedule everything in how it works. So once I've scheduled in all of my tasks, then I go and I do my cash flow forecast for the week. So how I do that is in a Google Sheet and it's just basically, okay, this is, you know, this is the cash that's going to be coming in. This is the cash that's going out for the next 12 weeks. And I just, you know, I review where I'm at this week. I review my bank balances and then I review, I, I add an extra week on to the end of that t- rolling 12 week period. Um, it's not like, it's not perfect. It's never going to be a hundred percent accurate, but it gives me a good idea. Like if I have, you know, out a large outlays, like if I have a bass payment or a VAT payment or a income tax payment, then I know, okay, like I've got enough cash in the bank to cover that because Profit and cash are totally different things and I'm not going to go into it, but just because your business is profitable doesn't always mean you're going to have cash in the bank to actually pay for those big payments. So it is really important to be mindful of cash flow. Then what I do is I go into, um, and, and this is like, I don't always do this in this order. I sometimes jump around based on what I feel like doing. I pay myself. So I'll jump into zero and do a pay run for myself. This is something I only started doing this year because in the past I've only paid myself based on how much, you know, like if I had a good week or a bad week or whatever. Um, but then I realized how important it is to pay yourself from the perspective that, you know, if you want to, um, apply for a credit card, if you want to apply for a home loan, a car loan, anything like that in your personal name, the bank or the finance company, they want to see your pay slips. They want to see your payment summaries. And it's so important that you have that income coming in your personal name. You're not just, you know, earning it in your business and then spending it straight out of your business. 
Um, I mean, for me, a big one is like, I want to get Australian citizenship. And as a Kiwi, one of the big things is you have to show, I think it's like five years of earning over the skilled income threshold. And because I didn't pay myself for like the first two years of business, even though the years prior to that, when I was in a corporate job, I was earning over that threshold. I've broken the five year, um, I've broken the five years of consistency. So I had to start again. So, you know, like that's delayed my ability to get citizenship. So it's really important to actually pay yourself that salary, even if it's just a small amount. It's just that consistency. Okay. Um, once I've done that, I will usually jump into my spreadsheets that I have for my two product funnels. So I have my podcast launch plan funnel and I have my digital product creators vault funnel. So both of these are evergreen products that I run Facebook ads to and I sell off the back of Facebook ads. So I'm not actively launching these products. They are just ticking away in the background. And I will look each week, I'll look and I'll see, okay, so, you know, how many people viewed the registration page for the webinar for the podcast one? Um, how many people registered? How many people showed up? How many people purchased? How many people purchased on a payment plan? How many refunds did we issue? Um, how much did I spend on Facebook ads? What was my return on ad spend? I look at that for the digital product creators vault. I look, okay, so, you know, how many people viewed the sales page? How many people viewed the checkout page? How many people converted? How much did I spend on ads? How much did I make back? What was my return on investment? Did I make a profit on it? So then I, once I've looked at these things, then I will go in and generally just make minor tweaks to my Facebook ads. So I don't make any tweaks to the ad creative at this point. I will just tweak, you know, maybe um, I'll switch certain ads off or I will up the budget or decrease the budget based on how it's performing. So that's like just a very quick change. If I realize like, oh, these ads are not working, then I might add another task in for that week to jump in and, you know, rewrite a new ad or upload some new images or something like that. So that becomes a whole separate task because that can take a while. Um, I mean, also like I run my own ads. If you don't run your own ads, then, you know, that might be a task that you delegate to an agency or somebody else. Once I've done that, what do I do next? I... So I've reviewed my goals. I've set my goals. I've scheduled my tasks. I... Oh, I review my growth metrics. So I have another spreadsheet. I love spreadsheets. I... I think it's like my, I'm quite a like a logical person. I really like numbers and spreadsheets. And I have this beautiful spreadsheet with all of my Google Analytics data, Instagram, Facebook, all of like the numbers that matter in my business. So, you know, things like website traffic. Um, how many people did my Instagram posts reach last week? How many followers do I have? How many people on my email list? What was my email open rate last week? All of those kinds of numbers, I go in, I pop them in and I review how I'm tracking over time. You know, like if it's been a particularly good week for Instagram engagement, I think, okay, like what worked well there? Was it a particular post? And if it's a particular post that worked well, I might make a note to create something similar. Um, likewise with my emails, I'll say, okay, well, the open rate for this week's email was way higher maybe the subject line was really good. I'll take a note of what worked. And it's just like, it's kind of an ongoing way. It's also, it's an ongoing way to see how you're tracking over time, what's working over time. And 
just, you know, like objectively see how you're progressing because it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm just not getting anywhere. And that's like, you're thinking that that's subjectively. But then when you look at the numbers in front of you, you're like, oh, actually I am growing. Even if it's slowly, I am growing. Once I've done that, the next thing I'll do is I will collect all of the little bits of social proof that I received in the last week. So that might be, you know, a DM from somebody saying like, oh, I loved the digital product creators vault. I'll screenshot that and upload it into Airtable where I collect all of my social proof. And, you know, like I never know when I'm going to use that, but one day it might come in handy. Um, likewise, like if I get any testimonials, they all go into that same Airtable any um any instagram stories where somebody might have like shared you know the uh, that they've purchased the digital product creators vault or that they're attending my webinar or something like that i'll screenshot that and upload it into airtable after that i will usually check and update my client pipeline in times when i'm taking on client work i haven't been doing that lately so i haven't needed to and likewise, likewise with client project statuses. So in ClickUp, I have, you know, I have one task for, or sorry, one, um, list for my pipeline. So that's all, you know, client inquiries, leads who might be interested and then what stage they're at. So, you know, there'll be like the initial inquiry. Then I might need to follow them up and then I might need to follow them up again. They might say, well, check back in three months time, in which case I'll change the task date, the due date to three months time. So I just go in and I check that pipeline. I make sure I'm following up on anyone that needs to be followed up on. I make sure that, you know, if there's any inquiries that I've lost, I delete them out of the system. Um, and then with the client statuses, you know, if I'm doing a launch strategy, there are different stages of the project that they move through. And I just make sure that I'm on top of each of those stages. And then after that, you know, that's basically my entire CEO ritual. And it might not seem like a lot, or maybe you're thinking it is a lot, but yeah, it's, I really enjoy it. It's kind of like a, it's almost like an anchor to start my Monday with because I know like, okay, the first thing I do on Monday is sit down and do my CEO ritual and it's not like I'm starting the week on some really stressful project. I'm not starting in reactive mode. I'm actually starting in proactive mode. And yeah, I've learned to really love it. I light a candle, I make a coffee, and it's just fun. So I hope this helps. Like it really, I mean, you don't have to copy mine exactly as is, but if you find what works for you, find the things that need to be done in your business every week and start doing them each week at the same time, get them out the way, stay on top of them before you do, before you like, you know, get behind on your emails or be before you even open Instagram. And yeah, it just feels, it, it's a good feeling, good way to start the week. So yeah, I hope you found this episode helpful. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you've enjoyed the show, I would love a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time. Oh, 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 oh,